just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with the magical, I was going to say trio, but that's all of us, the magical duo, Matt Stewart and Jess Ooh, magical. Right. If you had to pick one power, what would it be? Superpower. Um, uh, oof. I have always thought probably like being able to teleport. Oh, that's good. You'd teleport. save so much money on travel. And not just like international travel, but also just like getting to work. I could get out of bed 10 minutes before work. Boop, oh, I'm there. Ma- and you wouldn't have to get out of bed. You'd teleport out of bed. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I'd probably still have to get dressed. So I'd have to get out of bed and get dressed. No, teleport into your clothes. Wow. If you had your clothes hanging up, hanging in yeah. sort of Wallace and Gromit style contraptions, yeah. you just you're teleport inside. in. That I reckon I'd mine. get that Wolverine thing where you just can heal. Fast healer. What, what you don't even injure yourself what, what, that often. What, that would be fine if you were just like a stuntman or something. Yeah. But you're a stand up comedian. What injuries <laughs> do, you, do you have? Besides bruised egos. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no matter how hard you bomb, would just you walk out of there that. thinking. Nailed I killed it. that. I don't know. I can't like because uh, I I went through a few in my head and then I'm like teleporting sounds fun, but I I reckon I'd I'd end up abusing it. You know, like I'd mm. end up being really shit at life because I'm like, uh, you know, I'm meant to be at this meeting or something. But I can t- I'll teleport there in a minute. I end up being late anyway. I reckon. Yeah. And then I just end up you know killing myself somehow. Okay. With the teleporting. Yeah. Did well, you, teleport- you accidentally teleport into tele- an aeroplane engine? <laughs> well, have, have you? <laughs> Oh, oh no! Have you seen the? It's a it's a snap. Um, it's like an ad for a TAFE or a uni in Australia. It's quite. It went quite viral a couple of years ago, and they're doing that. It's a snap. You know, it starts as one of those yeah. fun 
uh, uni sort of videos sure. where it's so easy. It's a snap and now we're in the, the bar, yep. you know, and it's a snap and I'm in the lecture theater or whatever. And it goes on and then he does, it's a snap and he ends up like impaled on a stairwell. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's pretty fun. You should check it out. So What's that an ad for? For a university. It's an ad for anti-teleportation. Well, now, see, Put now you you're off, making me, yeah. See, that ad works. But I just sort of thought airfares <laughs> are really expensive. What about flying? <sighs> yeah, but then I'd have to... You I'd have, have to fly. And also, like, how fast can I fly? Faster than a plane? Yeah, like Superman fast. I mean, you're choosing, so... Anyway, my, yeah, my one, it, I don't know if... I thought you were going to say the Wolverine claws. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wolverine one? Think... What? Like, like cat-like claws to kill people with? Yeah, it right, seems well, I mean, what other options are there? Or like hunt animals. It's like, you're a I should have something ready to go. Really. What about you, Dave? Uh, probably the ability to turn anything into blue cheese. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you really like blue cheese? I love blue cheese. Okay. This is the and difference between me and Dave. It's very Whenever expensive. an opportunity comes up for a, some sort of question or something on this show, He's got Dave's got a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what would be the best? <laughs> He's <laughs> like, it's fucking a comedy thing. Just say anything. That just... Yeah, but we'll, well, oh, what, what are the issues involved with blue cheese? I mean, it's good, Dave. I mean, teleportation. It... I mean, there's so many risks involved. You are no fun. Yeah, but if I'm I do the calculations. But that's okay because you're like the grumpy dad on the podcast and we're the, the fun young kids. who just We're the dreamers. Look, I'm, it all changes now. <laughs> what, we stop dreaming? Yeah, I'm going to bring you guys down. <laughs> well, I think that's a fun way to start. Fun yeah, way. all right. Um, my uh, secret power... Oh, that's not even the word, is it? See how much I'm fucking with it? My secret power... Yeah, your secret power. ...is uh, turning back time into cheese. <laughs> Blue cheese. Oh, mm. okay. You, you could turn huh? back time into cheese. Yes. If I could turn back, back time, time into, into cheese. blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I want to so do. So what... T- t- Hannah, you reverse time and suddenly everything is blue cheese. You, no, you turn back time into cheese, Dave. <laughs> back time. You know when you go to the gym and oh, sometimes it's arm back time. time. It's back time. Sometimes it's leg so time. The, the more... Never skip back time. That's what I say. <laughs> so the more reps you do on your back, the more blue cheese you have yeah. for dinner. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. It's not the... on your back, yeah. Jess. <laughs> Still gross. It's like, like toe cheese. You'd get... Oh, then... for fuck's sake, no, Dave. Dave. It's back cheese. David! No, no it's not like okay, that. Okay, question this for chief, you, though. Chief. This cheese, just you open the fridge and it's there because you've had a really good back time. Want, right. I don't want blue cheese. Let me talk about toe cheese for a second. Oh no. Let me just pose a question Hey, let's get Yuck. on with the episode. Oh, if, it's Dave. a really good topic today. If you, if you discovered that it was the, mo- the, the best tasting thing in the world, no. would you eat no. it? No. See, blue cheese is f- disgusting when you think about it. It's like mouldy cheese, it. but it tastes amazing. No. I would, nah. I would eat toe cheese. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, my God. It's a question that everyone wants to know. Oh God, I would eat toe Dave. cheese and I would enjoy it and it would be my superpower number two. I feel... Yeah, I would give you the number twos. I feel really hey, unwell good. right now. Stop it. I don't want to talk about cheese. Hey, you guys. Should we get on with the show? Oh, God, yes. All right, question. Unless it's about cheese. About back cheese. Oh. So the way it works, Dave, is on this show, do go on. I'm too distracted by cheese to, des- to describe it. I'm well, too distracted by trying to just, stop You vomiting. take the reins, Matt. Come on, you explain it. So the way it works is we do a topic about a thing. <laughs> the thing is the topic, and uh, it's different every week. Um, Regretting oh, letting Matt do this. Yep. Generally speaking, it's a it's a listener-suggested topic. Uh, the way I do mine now is I put uh, three suggestions out of our topic hat that have been uh, submitted from the, the people, 
and uh, put them up on a poll for our Patreon subscribers um, to vote. And this week, uh, we hit a certain mark on our Patreon whatever, so it uh, meant that our most ev- most requested ever topic, hashtag came for pain, um, <laughs> went up the into hat. the poll. Yeah, oh, so the poll. if we hit a certain amount, we promised that people could vote on the topic, hashtag keen for pain. Where did... Where Which, did that start? I don't even remember what episode that was. Someone. Hashtag mate. keen for peen. Yeah, but it was around hot for tut time, but it oh, wasn't hot yeah. for tut. It was I back when was I was really into week. hashtags. Yeah, you were very good at it briefly. I've given up. Okay, well, don't. That was your superpower. Yeah. You, I, I reckon for maybe I've two not, or three weeks in a row. But I've not necessarily given lost very it. little. Okay, well, that just maybe I've just changed focus. It doesn't mean I don't have that skill still. Oh, that's good. Hashtag skill still. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hashtag toe cheese. It's not no. Dave! What? Dave's no good at it. Nobody tweet toe cheese. So oh, everybody so... tweet toe cheese to at Jess underscore Perkins. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that's not... I'm going to edit that out because you're a <laughs> asshole. I... Are you calling me a, some sort of cheesy toe? No, I'm not. <laughs> I never would. Oh. You're worse than that. That's, Even worse. That's... T- Tochi's to at underscore Jess So this week, uh, one of the topics that went into the hat was keen for pain. Um, normally, I don't tell what you. What does that mean? Well, it was gonna, uh, you know, gonna be up to me. Whatever I wanted to. I love it. Or whoever had had to do it. It was me. It was always gonna be <laughs> it's me. It's gonna be you. Uh, it's gonna be me. The other possibilities were <laughs> the Magic School Bus and Jack the Ripper. Oh, good topic. Ripping topic. Some could say. Well, so, so the, my question to you is, uh, in what order do you think people voted for those? I think, because knowing our I listeners... Can, well, I can tell you the percentages. Okay, good. Like. Sure. Yeah. Uh, 52.6%. Oh, that's close. close. 52.6, that's, a, that's over half yeah. in a three-horse race. Then 27.6, that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. And 19.7. Okay. Percent. But 52, like, I honestly thought that one of these topics would maybe get in the high 80s. Yeah. Well, so I mean, because they're, they're good, top- good topics. So. Some could argue that Matt was worried about doing King Vapine, so put in purposefully two good topics to try mm. and sway the listeners. They're all good topics in <laughs> the But did that work? I plucked them out. Well, well that's, that's the question. We know our listeners. Everyone listening probably already knows because I looked at the title of the episode. So. <laughs> we know our listeners and their love for serial killers. I know. Mm. But that said... They love for pain. Yeah. Their keenness pain. for pain. And their love pain. of school bus-based 90s cartoons. I'll also be a little keenness bit sad... for penis. <gasps> I'll also be a little bit That's sad good. if somebody else gets to do a serial killer episode. Uh, you've got the Monopoly so on So you've got three. Yeah. So you know the three. What's the order? What do you reckon it is, Jess? Starting at three. At three. Least popular. So the, least popular. What was the lowest percentage? Uh, 19.7. So Magic School Bus. I agree with that. Okay. And second? Keen for pain. No, I think Jack the Ripper. And first? Jack the Ripper. <gasps> and? Keen for pain. Toe <laughs> cheese. Wasn't an option, Dave. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Wow. Um, I think, um, think... the 52% of the people oh. would have gone for keen for pain. Do you reckon? All right. So one oh, of no. you was wrong on all of them. Uh, neither of you are right on all of them either. What? <laughs> all right. Can we have another... <laughs> Does that mean it? Does that mean it's Magic School Bus Wait, is the winner? Wait, one of you was wrong for all of them, and the other one was uh, right, right for, for some of them. Okay, we could sit here and okay. work it out, but that Look, would be so dull. Yeah. So the second, 
On in second place, I'll give you the Magic School Bus, twenty-seven point six. Oh, so one and three. Oh no! Three, it's the other way around. Three. Keen for Peen, nineteen point seven. Number one was Jack the Ripper. That's what I said. Yes, that's right. I said that. I know. I said one of you was right. No, you You said one of you was wrong, and one of you was right on some of it. Well, you got was right on all of it. No, I didn't say that. Uh, Luckily, we're recording this. (laughs) Guys, uh, that is another episode of the world's worst game show. Thank you. Tune in next week. (laughs) It's just the host getting it wrong, and the listening, the contestant going, "No, that's wrong. I won the cart. I'm so sorry." You I'm were so right, but you weren't entirely right. Dave was got every single one of them wrong, <laughs> and um, you got some of them right. Oh, because I including said, the actual. Ma- I said Magic School Bus would win third. I yes. do beg your pardon. Can you I? Are I'm so sorry. You just said I got everyone wrong. I would like to say that the listeners got it wrong. <laughs> you fucked it. <laughs> no, Jack the Ripper. So cool. it, was the, it was the lowest. Keen for Pain was the lowest. Keen for Pain. I don't want to hear it. It will never go in the hat again. You fucked it, Patreon. <laughs> you fucked it. That's still in the hat. It might get plucked out another time. That's it. I'm doing it next week. <laughs> I want to talk what about teams. Oh, it's anim- funny animals, though, funny looking dicks. Because you know how you know how people can um, people can comment. Oh, people! People can comment. So <laughs> hashtag funny looking dicks. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. What are the comments? Someone said uh, this one's a shoe in. Keen for pain slash longing for schlong. <laughs> <laughs> longing for schlong. Longing for schlong. That's um, great. Longing for a schlongin. We had someone <laughs> voted for someone voted for Jack the Ripper, and their comment was just because I know everyone will vote for Keen for Pain. Oh. so they donkey this voted. This is what happened at Brexit. They're yeah, like, this is oh, Brexit. We'll vote, this uh, is Trump all over we'll again. Vote Leave because everyone will vote, and I want to make a stand against the politicians how they are. And then yeah. everyone the went against vote. The protest vote. The protest vote backfired. And Too many of them. Right. I imagine most of Patreon saw the result and would have gone, oh, can, I, can I change my vote? Yeah, I want to change. Can we? Someone actually said no comments. <laughs> it was worth commenting. Appreciate that. Mm. But yeah, a lot of people did say it was very tough, but I, I think obviously the majority ended up going for Jack the Ripper. Ooh. Someone did say here, I'm interested to see how Keen for Pain episode will turn out, but serial killer episodes have been so good, I had to go with Jack the Ripper. Yeah. But do you think serial killer episodes have been so good because I present them so well? I think that's right. And My biggest worry here <laughs> is that Matt will go skimp on the gore because he's the one that at the, when we finish the episode always goes... I feel weird. Yeah. I feel weird now. I know. Whereas I don't... I've definitely I'm skipped on the gore. So... Do you, do you know what this guy did? I'm not going into the details of what he's... I... Well, I'm, I assume we're going to find out. That's I don't it. know a lot. But, like, is he as bad no, as H.H. Holmes who built a specially oh. designed hotel for murdering? Yeah, you definitely do these better. I, I'm Look, let's hey, see how we go. don't start it like that. I'm just kidding. You're going to be great. I believe in you. Uh, someone does want to hear um, some, uh, Dave say... Hello, I'm Michael Caine, and I am Jack the Ripper. Hello, I'm Michael Caine, and I am Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> they you. said, please note this is the only reason I did not select Keane for Peen. So, but I mean, now do, now. hello, I'm Michael Caine, and I'm Keane for Peen. Hello. No, terrible, terrible. Let's go again. Try again. Hello, I'm Michael Caine, and I'm Keane for Peen, <laughs> and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. How do you feel, Uh, Matt? Are you excited? Are you pumped? Did you enjoy uh, researching this? Was this fun for you? Nah, look, it's fine. I found it very fascinating. Did you do it late at night? That's always good. Yeah, I did do it late late last night. Yeah, great. It was great fun. I I don't know. I I feel bigger pressure on these really popular ones because... 
people would expect it to be good. 50, anyway, 52% of people think this will be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, let's crack on. In the late 1880s, did you, would you have known? I had no idea when it was. I probably would have said 1800s, yeah, or early 1900s. Well, you would have been right and then wrong. <laughs> I would have said eight, late 1880s. That's what Dave would have said. Would yep. he have been correct? You would have been bang on. Wow. Good, Dave. Uh, in the, <laughs> I just repeated what Matt said. In the Whitechapel area of London's East End, it was becoming quite overcrowded. There was a lot of um, uh, a lot of migrants coming in from uh, Big Russia. Is your Big Russia argument that he did them a favour? He was just doing a bit of a cull, like when we have too many rabbits. Yeah, that's what I. Huh? I mean, that's what I was getting off the top. There was a lot of people. A lot of people from of people big. What was a bigger Russia? You called it bigger, big, big old Russia. <laughs> bigger Russia. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, the, there was a lot of uh, Jewish migration because they were getting persecuted across a big chunk of hey, Russia. They're going to have a great time. That's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> Take that out. What does that mean? Um, crime became more common. So it became a bit slummy around this area in particular. Um, it also led to many women becoming sex workers. Uh, there were many attacks against the sex workers. Uh, in this area in the 1980s. Um, so at first, when, when these murders... <laughs> the you mean the 1980s? Oh, did I say 1980s? Yes, you did. Did I also write 1980s? <laughs> yes. I do this every time. I've done, I've done... This is my third episode about the 1870s or <laughs> 1880s, and every time I've... Anyway, there were many attacks against women in this area in the 1980s, which is <laughs> not relevant, so I'll... Um, Move on. But there were also a lot in the 1880s as well. Oh. Uh, and due to uh, all these murders at the time, it wasn't... Um, oh, so when you say attacks, people are dying. People are dying, right. yeah. So And, and uh, sex workers are getting killed. Ooh. And apparently, when, they, when the uh, Jack the Ripper murders, the, this um, lot of murders started happening, they weren't... The first one, they weren't like a huge surprise that it happened. It was just more how fucked up it was that was the bit that got people's attention. Mm. Right. Which is, you know, a funny little line to draw. I, I mean, they're both pretty... Mm. I mean, you killed someone, but, but at even least you didn't do it in a but, fucked up but way. But even now, like, there are sensational cases when sure. the crime's particularly horrific that it takes off in the, the media. Yeah. Yeah, true. I think because we have that sort of fascination with serial killers Absolutely. and nasty stuff. I don't know I why. Mean, it's a cycle. you do, and... Our listeners do. A lot of people, most people Matt, do. Matt, you just said you were researching last, this last night and it was quite fascinating. It was quite fascinating, it is. sure. But I, I mean, everything is. is when you read about something, isn't it? I yeah. always enjoyed yeah. uh, researching these things. Yeah, true. Um, but due to the many murders at the time, uh, it is also unclear how many were actually committed by the Ripper. Mm. The Ripper is also a... Yeah. A great name. Oh. Like a good murderer name, you know? Yeah, I think that is part of the part of the cell. Like the Zodiac Killer we had last week, yeah. that sounds really cool. Similar to well, like we were talking ago. about yeah. the, the, the um, boxing fights that everyone can remember or just have great names. Yeah. Rumble yeah. in the Jungle. Thriller in Manila. Um, Thriller in Manila. Just cool names. God, it's awesome. Yeah, it's but like if you call it's it... It's all branding. And also like Ripper in Australia is like a good thing. Ripper Dipper. Bloody Ripper. That's, that's, Bloody that's, unreal. Like, that's great. Right? So he's like, Jack the Ripper. He sounds like a cool hey, dude. what a good guy. Yeah, you'd want Ripper around at your party, wouldn't you? He makes every party fun. Oh, he makes it a bloody Ripper. Yeah. Are br- oh, you bringing Jack? 
Oh, Jack's a, a ripper. ripper. Which Jack? Oh, Jack the... Oh, Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> ripper, yes. Oh, great. Maybe you'll kill some sex workers. <laughs> oh, hang on. Not that one. <laughs> We're getting our Jacks uh, oh, crossed. Yeah. Oh, God. No, I just mean the one who bring, makes really good hummus. Oh, God. I've invited the wrong one on Facebook. <laughs> oh, no. How do you decl- withdraw an invitation? <laughs> That's too late, mate. Now uh, we're all gonna die. So there were the the Scotland Yard, or the I mean, it was there was a few different um, police crews who were investigating, but obviously mm. Scotland Yard's one of the big ones, and they uh, their in investigation um, in these murders um, included eleven murders, and it's not clear how many of them were done by Jack the Rippers. Jack the Rippers. <laughs> There's Ooh, a couple. Though. Multiple yeah. people. That yeah. looks a new theory I just came up with then, <laughs> as I misspoke. Um, and, and those 11 murders occurred between the 3rd of April, 1888, and the 13th of Feb, 1891. So three years. Three years. Mm. But uh, of those 11, there's only five that are generally accepted to be Jack Definitely the Ripper him, yeah. murders. And, and it almost like seeing the other ones aren't. They're different. Yeah. Then they don't have his um his sweet M O M O yes. But then again, I mean Zodiac Killer had different M O S. He said he had like thirty eight. Yeah, is what he claimed. They're not sure. But so. yeah, I mean, yeah. But how do you how, how do you know? know? How he, do you know? Yeah, that's a man. They got so much power when they're saying, "No, nah, I did more than this." Yeah. Then are you, everything you say is sort of throwing people off the scent if it's bullshit. I think yeah. that often happens a lot, though. They claim, especially when they. Go to jail forever. They start claiming, "Oh, I've actually killed forty-five. Yeah, but you've You'll only never get them. Yeah. Like this thing is just a bit of a last fuck you. Surely, yeah. Because usually they're in jail forever. It's an yeah, ego yeah. thing. And they're also like, um, just trying. They're they they're in like the Zodiac guy. He was seemed to be enjoying having the cops on the wrong scent. Yeah, yeah. Like the taunting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um. So the, those five murders that um uh, are called the Canonical five. I haven't read that out yet. I've only read it a million times. The canonical five. Canonical. Is that would that be right? Fuck, I don't know, but it's amazing. Canonical five? That can't be right. Canonical. Well, how else would it be? Canonical. How are you spelling it? Canonical. <laughs> that's not it. C a n o n i c a l. I think that's canonical. Can- canonical. canonical no, right? Great. Well, the canonical five. Fuck, I love that word so much. Canonical. Canonical. It's fun, isn't it? I enjoy that a lot. Hey. If you're listening at home, even if you're on a tram or some sort of train or in the car, have a go saying that out loud. Canonical. Turn to the person on your right <laughs> and say canonical. Canonical th- to meet you. Canonical to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're back. Great. It sounds like a rejected boy band name. It's the Canonical Five. <laughs> Teenage girls cannot spell that. Even just canonical is pretty cool. Canonical. Sounds like a, a, a teen crime novel. Canonical. Canonical. Or a sci-fi series. Like an Artemis Fowl thing or yeah. something. Yeah. One of those ones. Canonical. Artemis Fowl. That's cool. I don't know what that means. Hey. <laughs> well, that's because you were born in 1880. <laughs> you were eight years old. Where were you the first yeah. night? Can you give uh, your whereabouts for the night of the Canonical Five murders? I wasn't born in 1880. I was born in 1883. <laughs> right. A round up. No, a round down. Oh, boy. A round down for humour. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the R- Ripper's uh, mo- modus operandi, M.O., M-O is, uh, is, it's basically just being a fuckhead, um, oh. but it also includes killing people in a pretty brutal way, a lot of, uh, stabbing and gutting, 
de-de-de-bowling. Oh. Oh. That's not right. Disemboweling. Oh. Dis- disemboweling oh. is a... Well, not fully, not always, but he... A horrible word. I'm using that more in the general sense. I don't know if he always took the bowel out, but he did take... He <laughs> would, some organs. He would take some stuff oh. and he'd... And it was big, jagged, like more brutal than required. Sure. And it was also some, some like in, <laughs> involved, in, involving like... Sex places on Okay, yeah. yep. More brutal than required. Can you give me the minimum brutality required? The min- these... I mean, the minimum would be to just kill them. Kill them. So but no it... disemboweling at all? Yeah. Are you serious? That's the minimum, Dave. That's the... I mean, you're asking for the minimum. All right, well, for... all right, well, what's the maximum? <laughs> the maximum? How much disemboweling? Just wearing their skin as a cape. Oh. As a bowel. <laughs> I don't. I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> wearing their bowel as a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I am a superhero. <laughs> Bowman, Bowman, flapping in the wind. There was a, there was a heavy metal band in a. I think they were a Melbourne heavy metal band in the nineties called Bowmouth, and I always thought that was a great metal name. That's pretty good. Bowmouth. I think Canonical is a good metal band name. Yeah, Canonical. Canonical Bow. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I've just got a Canonical Bow at the moment. I've got more antibiotics. It's yeah, all right. Very good. I just can't drink much. <laughs> Plays up my canonical bow. Oh, God. More than two beers in and you'll know about it. You'll smell it. You'll all smell it. You'll, what a threat. You'll all smell yeah. it. You'll, you'll live, see you'll live and to smell. Regret, you'll live to regret my canonical bow. You went from being like a friend at, a, at, a, at the bar on a Sunday who like who just isn't having a big one because you're not feeling well yeah, to I. like an evil villain like you'll all see. <laughs> Fuck you. It's like, Dave, we're just having a beer, man. It's fine. Sorry, I get touchy about my canonical bowel. Don't get touchy around your bowel. <laughs> the first victim in the Whitechapel murders, so this is what they're sort of broadly termed at that stage, the Whitechapel murders, was Emma Smith. This isn't one of the canonical uh-huh. five, This was the, but the first one in this um, police file. Sure. Uh, so her name was Emma Smith. She was robbed, abused, and left, left for dead uh, in Osborne Street, Whitechapel, mm. on the 3rd of April, 1988. 1888. For fuck's sake. I've genuinely... 19. Are you written it every time? I I think I might be the only person who was ever affected by the millennium bug. (laughs) I can't handle the century changing. Everything clicks around a 19 again. For fuck's sake. (laughs) We are in 1916, right? No, Maddie. Yeah, we're not even in the twentieth century. We're anymore. not even in twenty sixteen. That's such a weird thing for me to say. Twenty seventeen. It's quite a while ago. Oh boy, we uh, lost him. Um. So, but Smith didn't die. At this. I I was worried that uh, you guys might not have been able to be cheerful amongst all this death, but that hasn't been an issue. Not uh, a problem at all. Well, because unlike you, uh, we know they've been dead for hundred and thirty years, <laughs> not just thirty I'm years. I'm still mourning the loss. <laughs> God, it was in a in a decade where I was alive. He's still out there. We could catch him. Dave and I are like, long gone. He's they long don't gone. exist. Um, but so she didn't die at the scene. Um, she was found alive and taken to hospital. Uh, so she was able to describe her attackers to the police. Um, and there were reports that she said that it was either two or three men. Mm. Uh, and she died the following day. Oh, awful. Apparently one, one of them, a teenager as well. So just fucking... I mean, it's Yuck. all fucked. Oh, it's all fucked. And and yes, we're Levels able to make fun of it, but it's still awful. Of course it is. It's horrendous. But it's because it's so far, it's so 
long ago. Sometimes it can kind of feel like it's just a plot. Hey, from a these movie. could have like, been your great great grand. It could have. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no disrespect. God, why to bring it to my attention? The uh, so that murder was uh, is often linked to the later murders, but not. Um, it's it's it was generally canonical? seen as not being canonical. Well, there was three dudes, three dudes for starters, men, but three suspects. But, it, but uh, uh, not many of the other or none of the following ones ever were able to speak oh. to the victim. Oh, so yeah, I mean, so maybe the all maybe, of them had three. Yeah, who knows? And that's the funny thing yeah. what I think about when people are like I've got an alibi. Then it's like, yeah, but if you're working in a team or something, oh, yeah. you've got an alibi for one murder in a in a, a serial killer's run of murders. It's like, what if you were switching around or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Teamwork, hey? How about it? Yeah. It See, really I mean, is better. I think, but there is, isn't there one, a general rule that serial killers tend to do their fucked up stuff alone? Although not in, in I think so. In well, the, well they're usually not very mentally balanced, so they're probably not the best people to work Teamwork. in teams. But then again, like, you know. On their resume. I mean, couple, couples to... do it sometimes. It's also oh, just yeah. less work. It's sort of like how on, on this podcast, like, because there's three of us, you only have to do work every oh, third week. Do you know how much quicker it is to disembowel someone with three people? So yeah. much faster. I mean, you only have to disembowel once, one in three. One every three weeks. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's great. But you have to disembowel three people to get three capes. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm... so for, for two murders, one person, well, until the third murder, uh, one person <laughs> is walking around with no cape while their friends have one, which is very, you have to work at the hierarchy. Yeah. With the cape thing, <laughs> I don't want to know. Does I mean, obviously you're a smaller man. Yeah. Do you need a smaller bow? Yeah. Cape. Oh, the the ba- the, the bow must fit. If the bow if fits. The bow fits. <laughs> As the old well, saying that's goes. That's why they had to kill eleven people to get three bows that fit. Right. Okay. So yeah, it's they more... had rejected bows. Every time they left a bow, that's because it didn't make a good cape. Right. Obviously, didn't... there's a bit of collateral damage here. An ill But eventually, bow. there were three. Well-fitting bells, bell caps, <laughs> and they are the canonical trio of bells. <laughs> Case solved. Next, <laughs> magic school bus <laughs> came for pain. The next uh, murder was that of Martha Tabram, who was killed on George Yard on the seventh of August, eighteen eighty-eight. So a few months beyond. Smith. He said the year right. That was good, Matt. I'm. I genuinely am just reading it. I'm. I'm. Good job. I'm. Uh, Anchorman, man, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Burgundy? <laughs> Tavram was stabbed 39 times. Um, so that w- I would call that... Excessive. Excessive. That's yeah. more than needed. Okay, I'd agree. A couple over, of stabs would probably minimum. do it. A couple of stabs in the right place would probably do it. Yeah, so what do you think the minimum's two? No, well, I think the bare minimum is one. Oh. One well-placed stab So this is job. 39 times the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's done too much work. Too much. But I mean, if it's three people, what does that work out to be? Thirteen each—a nice even number. Cause that's no, that's, makes sense no, that would bother me a lot. You go up to fifteen or stop at ten. Thank you. Thirteen? No, they're saying it's unlucky. Three times unlucky. Yeah. Um, so the brutality of the murder has some people in the past and even now linking it with the canonical five, but the wounds differ greatly from those murders, um, which has many other experts separating this murder as an unrelated. So we're not into the five yet. It's not into the five, no. Wow. So there, there were a couple in the file of the 11. There were a couple, then there were the five, and then there was some more, more. afterwards. But do you was, think... Was she the sus- the subject of the Beatles song, Martha, My Dear? Yes. Got it. 
Good question. Next question. Um, you said that there were sex workers being murdered at the time. I don't know if you know this, but was this particularly brutal, even if this is not part of the canonical yeah, fire the, that the, someone kills on with 39 stabbing? Yeah, that's, that's full on. No, I think normally it would be like, it, it's just a, it's a murder. Maybe it's a bit of, uh, mm-hmm. like it's not a pre-planned, like I'm oh, coming up. Yeah, to... so something's gone wrong, you know. I, you look, you know, I'll... I wasn't actually alive then. I was born a couple of years after. So I don't yeah. remember entirely, but... But this probably would still make the newspaper, right? Someone being stabbed to... Yeah, yeah. so yeah, th- yeah. these were these were newsworthy murders, uh, for sure. I mean, they probably all did, but they just didn't get the same sort of hype. Imagine if I got murdered and it didn't even make the news. Yeah, you'd be pissed off. That'd be so annoying. Because, like, unless it was a particularly interesting murder... Like, I don't... I'm not a celebrity or anything. Like, there's nothing that would... Yeah, make... but people get on the news all the time for being murdered. Yeah, but... Fucking hacks. <laughs> it's the number one benefit of being murdered. Melbourne p- a podcaster, Jess Perkins, was murdered. You know, it's, I can uh, see that. Who would care? Melbourne customer care agent, Jess Perkins, was murdered. <laughs> oh. Melbourne arse prod, Dave Warnke, was murdered. Melbourne director, Matt Stewart, was murdered. Sounds pretty good. Jeez, front page. 100-year-old man. Stop the Dies. One hundred year old man dies. <laughs> Life continues. In brackets, slow news day. <laughs> nice even number though, Jess. Oh, it'd be great to make it a hundred, wouldn't it? If I don't, I'll be so pissed. Okay, so <laughs> the, this gets us up to the canonical. <gasps> also, do you know what the word canonical means? I think it means like canon, right? Canon so, is like the yeah, canon is like your. Your like, canon of work. Sure. So, so it's his canon. It's like his portfolio? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that what you mean? <laughs> his filmography of murders. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Do go on. Um, the first of, of these was Mary Ann Nichols. Her body... I'm just sort of going to go through the details broadly on these. Her body was found in the early morning hours of the 31st of August, 1888. The second is Annie Chapman. Uh, Annie... Her body was found on the morning of the 8th of September, so... Like a week later. Yeah, about a week later. It's a fast mover. She had cuts. Um, cuts is probably an understatement, mm-hmm. admittedly. Um, but she had... She them, had a scratch. She had a very similar... into her heart. Similar, very similar incisions and cuts and stuff to Nichols. Mm. Um, she was found to have had her uterus removed. And a witness later described seeing Chapman with a dark-haired man approximately half an hour before her body was found. But half an hour? Jeez. This was quite, yeah. So that that's a pretty good bet that that guy might have been the guy. Uterus removed. Can you see how I'm sitting? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. It's like you're protecting something. <laughs> oh, my organs, all of them. Oh. Dave, you don't have a uterus. You I don't know, have but, to, but I have organs. You don't have to hold your... Okay, yeah, look after your organs. P.S. P. Don't treat me differently just because I don't have a uterus. I'm that sorry. is pretty no, offensive. You're absolutely right. I'm really sorry that Thank I you. said that. That was really mean of me. The third of the canonical five victims is Elizabeth Stride, who was found at around 1am on the 30th of September. So a few weeks later now. So three in a, three three in a, in month, a month. About a month. Yeah. Well, that that's Oof. the thing. His... His five were all done quite quickly. It was a. It was, oh wow! Yeah, um, this murder was slightly different to the others, as there weren't any abdomen mutilations. Great. What was it? Um, but 
And due to this, some people dispute that Stride's murder should be assigned to the Ripper. Some say that it, it it's different. He didn't the the right. the killer so it didn't. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Yep. Um, but then it's like a like a weird art dealer authenticating something. Yeah. This is not a Van Gogh. <laughs> There's not enough stab wounds. <laughs> mm. It is a bit, yeah, it's a bit like that. This is just some sort of cheap knockoff murder. <laughs> I wouldn't pay Copycat more than £10,000 for this murder. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but for a real ripper, oh, they're worth at least £10 million. <laughs> I've seen. It's I've an seen... authentic ripper. Oh my goodness, this is the lost ripper. I think it's actually the canonological six you'll find. <laughs> a, ve- a very a common theory is that uh, he was interrupted. And that is why he oh, didn't get around to the yuck. to the. How rude! His phone rang. Yeah, oh, I've really got to take this. Hey, oh, hi, mum. No, I'm not doing anything. What are you up to? How? Oh, what? Why am I panting? I was just for just go back from a jog. Apparently, so um, the man that the man that she was seen with, there are. Uh, the guy who saw the the man was with some friends, mm-hmm. and there is a bit of uh, conjecture about what he, how he actually looked. Oh. Some said light hair, some said dark hair, and that sort of stuff. So, it's there was a guy, but it's hard to say exactly what his deal okay, was. We've narrowed it down to fifty percent of the population. That's pretty good. Oh, that's all right. We've ruled out late. Well, we've ruled out kids. Yeah, there's obviously there some sort of man. He's a man. It's some sort of man. <laughs> oh, but unless it's some two sort of kids with a trench coat. Oh, not again. <laughs> with light and dark hair. Yeah. Oh, that, no. makes that makes sense. That does make sense. There we go. We got him. The but, fourth... but he did kill this Emma, St- sorry, Stride. Is her name? No, Elizabeth. Emma's the first one. Elizabeth Stride. Elizabeth Stride. But he did. He got maybe interrupted, but he did still uh, murder this woman. Yes. She did die. She okay. was dead. She was fully dead when found. Um, so I most I don't I don't want to get too graphic here, but most of the time he's they're dying and then he's sort of stabbing him more or like cutting bits out of them or I think yeah I I mean it's all the doctors are fine in the body and these are pretty old school doctors but yeah I th- right it's I hard think, to tell isn't it I think it's it'd, it'd be hard to guarantee but I think they believe that it was you know all happening oh I did re- yeah one of them I definitely read the doctor said. Um, that he believed they were alive for all the all all of the stabbings. Oh. oh, I'm really glad I asked that question. Yeah, thanks for that, Dave. I just thought Matt wouldn't be gory enough unless we pushed him, and now I regret everything. Yeah, there's a lot of things in my head that I haven't written down that I I didn't want to, but I'm still just holding myself like protecting organs. Oh, but you're protecting the non-essentials. You've got your bloody heart up there. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> now she's covering her heart. You, what about your brain? That's not essential. Not essential. <laughs> As I've proven in the last 26 years. Thank you. Uh, the fourth victim is Catherine Eddowes. 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 She was also Edos. killed in the early morning of the 30th of September. Oh, Tui. Oh, just so maybe he interrupted the first one. All right. I'm going to. Okay, I didn't yeah. get to finish Keep that going. one. I need my cape. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bowel cape. So Eddowes' body was found less than an hour after strides. Oh, Jesus. Um, and her body had more of the telltale, telltale ripper signs, um, with a major part of her uterus having been remo- removed. Oh. Major part? A major part. A big chunk of oh. it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, but like an hour later. 
Yeah. Which so means he's just like... He's just gone straight on another one. Wow. I think you're pretty That's good at doing this. sick. And I don't mean like, yeah, sick. I mean like, gross, sick. Do you know what I mean? Like the original meaning of the word sick. Sick is a hard... Well, sick is a hard word, isn't it? Because that could mean like ill, uh, like uh, like a cold. could also mean, oh, sick, like fun, cool. In this case, I mean sick as in disturbing. Sickening. Sickening. Thank you. Yes. That's what I was going for. <laughs> See? Brain no work. No, don't need it. You've got a heart. <laughs> oh. The fifth victim of the canonical five... <laughs> Still such a great phrase. <laughs> ...is Mary Jane Kelly. Uh, Kelly's mutilated and disemboweled body was found in Oof. the room where she lived at 10.45am on the 9th of November, 1888. Uh, most of the organs had been removed from her abdomen... And her heart was taken from the scene. No. Ugh. Wait, so the organs have been removed but just left around? Some of them, yeah. Oh, yeah, but he took the heart. Yeah, there was something, I read something, that was, <laughs> something was left on her shoulder or something. Some weird stuff on the pillow. Oh, yuck. So apparently that one was the most <laughs> fucked of all the scenes. Like... The cops coming in, apparently that was quite... Oh. Um, even for like, you know, grizzly old school cops. Eighteen hundreds cops. It was like this is fucked. So he's like disgusting. just grabbing a liver and going, "I'll just put that there oh, on the pillow." Yuck! You don't need this. Also, anymore. I wouldn't know how to remove anything like that. So maybe I he's know. Got... Does that mean that they are some sort of surgical? That is that has been a, a, a theory that's come up. Whoa. I'll talk about it soon. Uh, but but were the other ones in their own homes? Where were the other? No, that, all the other ones were out. Out and about, out in the street or out the back. Were they all sex workers? Yeah, all sex workers. Oh. So just out on the street, like out like down an alley and stuff like that. Presumably, yeah. But they've all happened, you know, they're overnight sort of stuff. It's They're all happening late at night. Still pretty risky. I suppose, obviously, number three did get scared. Yeah, that's right. So, And, and the last one was in her on her bed, oh. in her one-bedroom apartment sort of thing, or a one-room apartment. So She should have had two rooms. He could have been in the other room, and she could have been safe. And, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, if you have a second room, it's like a secret room where the killer gets trapped. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have one of those? Yeah, yeah. my Good. housemate's room. <laughs> <laughs> the killer is trapped in my housemate's room. Wait, you ha- is you, wait, do you live with a killer? Yeah. Is, is your housemate safe? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the killings only happened because there was only one room and they just they fought a lot. Oh, like, man. Ugh. It's claustrophobic in those old England houses. I bet it would have been. Slummy houses. Oh, my God. Sometimes all you ha- someone pisses you off and you're just like, well, I'm just going to remove every one of your organs. <laughs> then we'll see who Aww. will pay the electricity on time next time. Hmm? Hmm? We're all thinking it. So that was the last of the... Canonical five uh, murders. Kelly is generally considered to be the Ripper's last victim, the assumption being that his crimes ended because of his death, imprisonment, institutionalization, or immigration. You know, basically, he... Right. We, basically, no one thinks that he just suddenly Stopped. realized that killing was bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, no. What I meant to be doing is buying them flowers. I always get those two mixed up. You fucked it again. Oh, it's like the time I disemboweled mum on Mother's Day. Sorry, mum. Instead of and that was flowers. you, you putting, you, putting mum on your head. Oh no, it was just you adjusting your <laughs> headphones. Headphones. I thought you were acting it out. Okay, it's better. Um, what was so, I putting on my head? The cape. I thought. Yeah, I thought my mum. I thought your mum cape. 
Anyway, right. this is fucked. But maybe he could have read about himself in the paper and been like, oh, I'm being very misunderstood <laughs> here. This is being taken well out of context. This, this is art. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, this art project is well, so misunderstood. Well, I'm going to move on to painting then, whatever. I thought you said it was crowded. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to help. Yeah, I was trying to recycle their parts. Oh. As oh. capes. <laughs> so here are some things that link the murders together. Uh, those five, they were all committed after dark in the in the early morning hours. They all occurred between Friday and Sunday. Oh, just on weekends? Yeah, just a hobby? Yeah. So that, that's what a lot of people think, that he's probably either a professional yeah. or something like that. He, he's, he's got, he's he's got other shit on during the week. Yeah, right. which is a, He needs his eight hours. He can't be up murdering and, yeah, on a weeknight. Oh, my God. People would catch on when he was tired. I bet he's an accountant, just quietly. Mm. Yeah, that is a very good that theory. Makes, that makes perfect sense. They're, yeah, they're always bloody... R- Ripping our hearts out, aren't they? <laughs> um, They're always fucking us in the guts. <laughs> bloody, bloody disemboweling my bank check, you scumbags. Oh, sorry, that's the tax department I'm talking about now. Fucking us in it's the all, guts. It's all involved. Hashtag fucking the guts. Also, each, each murder was a little bit more fucked up than the one before. A little bit more. So maybe growing in confidence <laughs> or something like that. Apart from the one where he's, he was thought to have been interrupted. Mm. Just, I also want to just stop the podcast and acknowledge that um, the, the thing that's the got... Fine the fine work of, a, of tax accountants. <laughs> no, but no, I wanted to actually say the thing that's got the biggest like uh, bad reaction so far out of all the murdering and gutting uh, has been toe cheese at the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no, no. Stop talking about that, Dave. Oh, gutting. Oh, that's fine. While they're no, alive. I yeah. a, I've been holding my, my body. I'm like holding oh, my rib cage. I've been holding place. my toes for 30 minutes now. Yuck. I would eat it. I would eat it. <laughs> okay. If it tasted that good. Yuck, Dave. And it didn't kill Stop you. Stop it. There is still a lot of conjecture as to whether the canonical five victims were all... It's so funny if someone knows how that's meant to be pronounced. And they're just <laughs> increasingly like, getting yeah, pissed said it off. a hundred times. Canonical. But it sounds great. Like, how else could it be? Canonical. Can- it sounds canon- like... Canon- can- can- canonical? 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 No, that can't like Canonical. I think it sounds like... <laughs> canonical. <laughs> They use an Italian word to describe the <laughs> English serial killer. What's more, Maddie? Cananiccio. That does the best. Like when you do that accent, you like pull your mouth back in a really... Yeah, you show all your teeth when you do accents. <laughs> it's so good. It's the same when you say fashion. Fashion. <laughs> it just really bears his bottom teeth. It's great. Cananiccio. <laughs> I think Canonical 5 sounds like... Uh, a Tintin adventure. It, it sounds like, yeah, like an Eden Blotton adventure yeah. or mm. something like that. A different thing, but similar. Um, so there is still conjecture as to whether the five victims were all murdered by the same killer. Um, there was an author, Stuart P. Evans, and his mate, Donald Rumbelow. And they... Have As in they wrote the book together. They wrote the book together. Right. They've said... <laughs> Definitely not friends, though. <laughs> Professional acquaintances. All right, acquaintances. They work to, they Much work like together. us. Yeah, we work together for the money. <laughs> they they said that uh, the canonical five is a ripper myth. That's a bloody ripper That's myth. That's a ripper myth. Jeez, <laughs> oh. You read that with an Australian What song. a ripper myth. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best myths. Hey, what's myth. your favourite myth? My favourite myth? Yeah. Is it the canonical five? Um, I think it's actually the female orgasm. That... <laughs> <laughs> it's another 
one of the examples where Dave has a joke for something. Whereas you would be like, I mean, geez, Loch Ness. Loch Ness is pretty good. Did you talk about the Bermuda Triangle? That was a fun one. Not swimming for half an hour after yeah, eating. That's one of my favourites. Uh, anyway, they, they, they've called it a ripper myth. And uh, they reckon that only three of the cases, Nichols, Chapman and Eddowes, can be definitely linked together. And that they... So it's um, a canonical trio. That's what they reckon. They reckon that canonical three. They are much less certain about Stride and Kelly. Others suggest that the canonical five plus Tabram were the work of the oh, Ripper. Canonical six. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of conjecture. 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 The conjecture five. Uh, this might surprise you. There was a huge police effort to find the killer. That is surprising. Mm. They conducted house to house inquiries. Oh. Got about knocked knocked on some doors. Bit of old school police work. Bit of this. Uh, uh hello. Hi there. Uh, uh, I'm Constable Barrows from the police. Yes. Uh, uh, do you have a fucking warrant? Otherwise, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. Wow, okay. That's anyway, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Are you going to just stand there? I'm chatting to my housemate. Hey, can we get a second room? <laughs> what, why? Don't, don't you like sharing a bed? No. Um, and I also want, I wanted to maybe start killing. You want to kill? Yeah. Are you still here? I said start killing, officer. Yeah, that's right. We are not... If there's a sixth murder, that's us. What? It, the canonical five. So you do know about the canonical five? Hang on. Putting words in my mouth here. Did yeah. you hear that? I never you mentioned just, the canonical five. You just said you wanted to start murdering, and then you mentioned the murders that I have come here. Yeah, but to you, ask I about. mean, you came here and you said, "Hey, do you want to talk about the canonical five? It's the I first didn't. thing you I said. said when I'm you Constable Barrows from the police, and no, you told me no, I could no. fuck off. I don't yeah. think so. Do you have a recording of that officer? Yeah, I do. Well, I don't think you do because they don't exist yet. <laughs> oh, now you know that I know about them as well. But fuck you, you don't have it. You don't got me. <laughs> Would you like to come in for some toe cheese? No, thank you. Oh, it's really nice. That's disgusting. It tastes really good. And will always be it disgusting. It tastes really good. Yeah. You'll see in 120, 30 Dave, years, so people will enjoy gross. this. Nobody will ever. But what if it's really good? 131 years. I and you won't know. sink. You. Okay, moving on. There was... <laughs> I like it. So on these door knocks, uh, they interviewed more than 2,000 people. Whoa. And they investigated something like 300 Suspects. <laughs> wow. So, that means that what? Oh, he's mathing. <laughs> Vaguely, one in six and a half people, they're like, well, this guy's suspicious. I don't trust him. And then of those 380 six people were detained. 80 people. Wow. 80. There's that many white dudes. Yes. Who knew? <laughs> Section of the public lost patience with the lack of results. Um, I don't know if you know that. At the time, they didn't get a result. Weird. And uh, still haven't. But section of the public lost patience with that. Um, and a group of volunteer citizens got together and called themselves the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. Ah. They patrolled the sh- streets and hired private detective to private detectives to question witnesses independently. Wow. Uh, due to the nature of the killings, men who worked in jobs such as butchers and surgeons were suspected. 76 butchers and slaughterers were investigated, Ooh. but it seems they all had alibis. They're just professional slaughterers. 
you know? And they were eliminated pretty quickly Well, from they the just inquiry. like, it's like... Sh- the inquiry. It's like chefs going home, don't want to cook, you yeah. know? A slaughterer going home, they don't want to slaughter. Yeah. They just want to relax. Them, uh, work home with me. They want to read a book, you know, whatever yeah. they did back then. I don't leave this studio and go home and start podcasting about other serial killers. Oh, my God, alone. no. God, no. I well, if I did never. do that, I imagine I could get a few downloads because people love serial killers. Yeah, we should change this entire podcast to just to be about serial killers. One and two. I don't think I'd enjoy doing it anymore. It's not about you, Matt. It's Good about, no, it's it's about the it's downloads. It's about downloads. Thank you. That's what this whole thing is about. Come on, Matt. Come on, mate. Jump no, on board. No, I forgot. I remember now. Sorry, The Jess. down low is that we need more downloads. Not your best. <laughs> I hate it when Jess is mean. I just Apparently, we needed a catchy catchphrase. I liked it. Thank you. I liked it and just made me feel uncomfortable when she shot you down. A little boy doing his best. Thank you. That's... Which wasn't good enough, admittedly. <laughs> but still, did you have to say it to him? Yeah, because yeah, no, how else did. will he learn? He won't. He never will. We've seen that time and time again. You're worse than a serial killer. You're a dream killer. Whoa. You just disemboweled my dreams. Wow. And wore him as a cape. Warm as a cape. Dream cape. You've got a dream cape? She's got him up at, he's, she's got your dream bowels up in her room as a dream catcher. Dream catcher. <laughs> Just a dripping bowel. It's, ca- it's catching, no, your dream bowel, not your bloody real bowel. Oh, it's catching. It's not dripping it's anything, catching thanks. dream bowels. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I guess it's really caught itself in a loop. <laughs> Uh, apparently, some people at the time had a theory that the pattern of uh, of the murders indicated that the Ripper uh, might have been a butcher or cattle drover on one of the cattle boats that sailed between London and Europe because of the times they were there and back, you ah. know. And you know, he was there, he'd murdered, then he'd be gone for a certain week. Or sure. they're like, I reckon there was the, was this theory that it might have lined up. Um, and it, it made some sense because Whitechapel was really close to the docks. And those boats usually docked on a Thursday or Friday and departed on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm. And he was doing them Friday this to time. Sunday. In his downtime. So, um, Everyone's got to have a release, Matt. Yeah, That's but right. he could have been like, you know, just get it, catch up on some sleep, um, cleaning his knives. You know, just like the, the admin sort of life stuff you got to do. You know, keeping people's in small businesses accounts up to date. He's one of those scum people. Yeah, I said it, I said it in a real nice, efficient way. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I got it. Took me maybe six or seven mm-hmm. more words than required. But as poo. I mean, as we, per the Stuart as usual. Poo. As poo. As poo. <laughs> Do talk some shit. Fact. Uh, the cattle boats were examined, but the dates of the murders did not coincide. So um, their theory was just absolutely wrong. No, it was wrong. But geez, I, I like the sound of it. It sounds and all the things I was reading. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and there's a lot mm. of yeah. This lines up, and this lines up, and this lines up, and they checked, and it's definitely not true. It's like, no. no. I thought we were getting close. Yeah. I thought somehow this paragraph and this website might might do me, it. Yeah, but no. Um. One name that came up in the police investigation when they were talking to the uh, sex workers of the area it kept coming up was Leather Apron. It was this weird dude. That what? Was, what? This is weird. It was the nickname they gave him because there's this weird dude wearing a leather apron <laughs> who'd hang around and he'd, he'd, he'd bash <laughs> sex workers if they didn't pay him. He was, I think, if they it, didn't pay him. If they didn't pay him, because he's just like basically mugging them almost. Oh. But but I think he, I think the root like the scam is that he's like protection money i'm protecting this patch mm. you owe me money otherwise if you don't 
if you don't want to pay for my protection, then yeah, it's I'll a, gut you. Yeah, crazy. But um, so <laughs> that name came up a lot. They didn't have a name or any specific pe- details about him, but that's what they called him. Leather apron. Well, it sounds so At silly, no right? No point in any context would I trust a man wearing a leather apron. If you're in 1888, and a lot of people wore leather aprons. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Who's wearing leather aprons? Uh, I'll he's talk about cool. one specific guy in a second. But, but he's clearly not that, it's not that common if you can talk, point yeah, to the guy. A, it's not yeah. like, it's the guy that wears shoes. I, well, I, <laughs> the shoe guy. Shoe man. That's a good point. But Does I, shoe man do it? I think. <laughs> have you seen shoe man? I think it's like. A, I reckon shoe man killed the people. It's, it's like going, like the shoes are very specific work shoes yeah. that you normally take off after you leave. Ah, work shoe work. man. Yeah. If it's like, this guy, why is he wearing work shoes? He's wearing flip flops and it's yeah. winter. Yeah, that sort of thing. So it's like people, people are wearing the leather aprons at their place of work. Oh, but he's wearing on the dogs. Like a blacksmith. He's wearing Would they a, be wearing a leather apron? Would a blacksmith wear one? They'd wear an apron of some kind, wouldn't they? Would it be leather? I don't know. Could be. Not Probably sure. not. Probably just chain mail. Look, I haven't done a report they on probably, leather aprons. They probably just Jess. wear one of those aprons that has like a lady's bikini body on it because yeah. they're just a bit bloody fun. Hey? Or one that <laughs> says, kiss, kiss the cook. Uh, Stop it. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I would like to point out that I once nearly got stuff. bashed by a man wearing a bow tie on the street. Really? Yes. What did you do to provoke that fight? Oh, notice, it, I, notice I assume it's your fault. Yeah, I uh, happened. Was it James Bond? Yeah, what a what was, was it a was it like a bouncer at a really swish nightclub no. that you just been kicked out from? My my crime was being on the streets of Newcastle. Oh, oh in England, New South Wales. Oh, okay, <laughs> both roughish. Ru- yeah, it's a it's an old, what industrial town, and uh, he he asked me for one dollar, and I did not have one dollar, and then um. He pushed me over, so I, and I fell off a curb. And I what? was the whole time I was thinking, I'm being mugged by a man wearing a bow tie. Was he a was he like was he a bathroom attendant? No, he's just a and dude you on the did, street. You refused to tip him. He but was, like, did he look normal <laughs> and fine? <laughs> no, he was high as a kite. Right? Not, no, but I mean, like, was he like a really rough, dirty-looking person who happened to be wearing a bow tie, or he looked fine? No, and he looked normal, like, but he was on something. On something. Yes. Yeah, sure, and okay. then um. Luckily, I was near a, a pub and there was a bouncer out the front and he just came out and this is so good. He just went, hey, no, no. And the guy, like a dog, the guy That's on the bow tie so responded and went, oh, okay, and left. He yelped and yelped. Um, 
run away wow. tail between his legs. Though so I will say that the uh, the man that uh, shot Tupac, who mm. they never found, was wearing a bow tie, and I think it may have been the same man, <laughs> probably in Newcastle. <laughs> that bouncer saved your life. You could have been so Tupac. <laughs> If that guy had been Tupac when he was being drive-by, he just yelled, No. <laughs> no. Get out of it. Get out of it. The guy would have kissed kept driving. I'm sure of it. <laughs> no. But uh, what I want to say is that just because people are wearing silly outfits, aka a leather apron, does not mean that they're not capable of hurting people. <laughs> that was the point of that story. So the um this guy that the sex workers were naming Leather Apron they they were confident. Well, I'm I'm collectively talking about all the sex workers in the area, but you know as it was reported. Speaking in, on their behalf, are you? Yeah, in a way. Hmm. Well, Matt did live at that time and interview them firsthand. But they, so they were really confident this was the guy. Um, they but because they couldn't give him too much info, it seemed like it might have been hard to find him. Mm. Um. But a policeman named Sergeant William Thick found a lead. Uh, apparently, well, he found a lead. Apparently, he was aware of a guy who was known as a Leather Apron. I found a lead. Oh, what's the lead? I went to school with a guy that wore an apron. <laughs> but but he was actually... I know him. <laughs> I know him. He's my next door neighbour. Let's dad. go. Apparently, <laughs> my dad. This guy, a local shoemaker... Um, had the nickname Leather Apron around the community. If you said going over to Leather Apron's place, unless a you're a sex shit, worker, shit nickname. It's so weird. Isn't and it? also, like if you're going around murdering people, try to blend in a little better. Yeah. You know, like you don't want to be like. Why are you a, known we're... for wearing something unless, weird? I mean, unless you're framing someone. Oh. Which I'm not suggesting at all. But that'd be the only reason <laughs> so, why. So you reckon you the might. real Jack the Ripper said, "Hey, you would look really cool if you reinvented yourself and always wore a leather apron." And then he did, and now everyone thinks it's Leather Apron. So, were you thinking framing him? Maybe. Wow. Could be. Wow. You just blew this case um, wide open. Yeah. Whoa. Like all those women's abdomens. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sergeant Thick, Sergeant Thick uh, named this local shoemaker, who was also known by the nickname Leather Apron. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's very silly. Uh, his uh, real name was John Pizer. John, John or another version Jack. of John. Jack. Jack. Yeah. I think at that stage, they still he wasn't known as Jack the Ripper yet. I would have loved if he'd been called Leather Apron Killer. <laughs> yeah, that's better. So that, that is sort of... That's one of Jack the Ripper's nicknames is Leather Apron. Oh, wow. Are you serious? I've never heard never it. Never heard it. I'd never heard it either, but um, in it, I found it interesting because... The first I saw of it, the first I came up was like some account talking about leather apron without any explanation. I'm like, what is going, going on? on? Am I meant to know what that means? Um, yes, you are. So, and will you talk th- talk through? They're not calling him Jack the Ripper yet. Is that, is that right? That's right. Yeah, we'll get get to that soon. Um, so, yeah, he was sort of known as the basically the Whitechapel murderer. I think. Or, yeah, he hadn't become a full legend as yet. What a legend. <laughs> not, he is not full Ripper yet. Uh, Semi-Ripper. So when they they'd, they'd, uh, they were following up this lead, right, of uh, John Jack Pizer, um, but the information was leaked to the press somehow, and the Star newspaper ran an article that read, Leather Apron, the only name linked to the Whitechapel murders. That just If I read that, I would be like, that is gibberish. What does that mean? What are mm. those... Did someone... Extra, extra leather apron named as Jack the Ripper. 
What? 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 <laughs> what? I said Leather Apron named as Jack the Ripper. Okay. All right. Let's just. All right, all right okay. young man. Okay. okay. Here we go. Have, been, gonna... have they been giving you some of that moonshine again? <laughs> yes, miss. I love it. <laughs> it's Christmas Day. I was going to say, what day is this? <laughs> the, the article went on to emphasize the suspect's Jewish appearance. Which led to a sharp increase in anti-Semitism. I was say, oh, that feels racist. It was already apparently it was already brewing a bit as well, but because there'd been a lot of Jewish immigration, right? Yes. So they, yeah, okay. And they were fleeing, you know, persecution. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they come somewhere else, and it's like, well, nah. No one wore leather aprons before the Jewish immigration, so. Yeah, there's no, no, there's it was, no it was cause big, and effect. It there's no evidence the... that proves otherwise. So yes, you are no, correct. I did read somewhere that it was very, it was big in the Jewish community. The leather apron thing as a as a as workwear. Um, legit. I was uh, just a yeah, bit I was just kidding. But all right, Pizer was arrested by Thick, but was cleared of suspicion when it turned out that he had strong alibis for two of the murders. Two. It, well, at this stage, that there hadn't been. Uh, this is sort of mid. This is in September still, so they hadn't oh, right. Worked. They hadn't all happened. Um. Hey, so he had alibis, strong alibis for two of the murders. I love one of them. One of them was he was staying with relatives, which is obviously a pretty good alibi. But the other one is just almost too perfect that it feels like it's set up. But he, um, the time of the other murder, he was chatting with a police officer while watching a big fire on the London docks. Right. Just chatting to the... Jeez, what a great looking yeah. fire. Have a look at this. Hey, just take you, a look Just at, take a look, look at me. What time is it? Yeah. And you got the date there. You're aware of my name, yeah. right? And my leather address? Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> leather jacket. Leather <laughs> jacket. Can you see my... It's me, leather apron. I'm leather... Oh, no worries, sir. Good yeah. to see you. Hey, police officer. Can you just take note of this? Hey, over there. Hey, sorry. Can you just take a photo of us yeah. together? <laughs> can you timestamp? Can you just hold the newspaper from today? <laughs> extra, extra leather apron named as Jack the Ripper. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. <laughs> Gibberish. Hmm. Gibberish. God, the journalism these days. Yeah. Am I right? The star is just bullshit. <laughs> uh, after examining the uh, one of the victims and also all the post mortem notes from the other four canonical murders, police surgeon. Thomas Bond was asked to give his opinion on the extent of the murder's surgical skill and knowledge, right? Tom Bond. Because Pe- people were thinking, yeah, this is guy's a surgeon yeah. or he's a is he butcher just or something away? like that. Yep. What do you think? Do, do you think that's true sort of thing? Oh. And this is what um, Bond said. He wrote that all five murders, no doubt, were committed by the same hand. So that was one thing he noticed. Mm. But he strongly opposed the idea that the murderer had any anatomical knowledge. Anatomical. <laughs> <laughs> or even the technical knowledge of a butcher or a horse slaughterer. Wow. So he's sort of like, this he's guy... He's just ripping is, away. Yeah, he's do, you just... that, do you reckon that's why he stopped? He read that and went, oh, that's offensive. Single tear. I'm doing my best. I've been doing an apprenticeship for five years. And it's it means nothing, apparently. It means nothing. <laughs> They don't, I'm going to leave this country. They don't recognise skill when they see it. I'm going to go murder somewhere where my, my work will be appreciated. Mm. <laughs> and then he became the Zodiac. Same guy. Possible. God, you have to be a hundred They did all happen in the same universe. <laughs> yes, Matt. It's true. And both in your lifetime. They all killed human beings. Stop winking. <laughs> um, so no surgical skill. Yeah, no. So Do you reckon, okay, according gave, to this one I, guy, if I gave you a, a cadaver, people, a body people still said, talk about it like they. Uh, none, none of these things are like everyone's on board. 
Yeah. Everything is like, I disagree with this. Right. This guy definitely believes this. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of other people who go, no, nah, they're, they're wrong. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, did, oh. have, I think these were a kind of famous part of it and definitely helped with the myth of it all. That they got, There were a lot of letters supposedly written by the Ripper. Oh. During the time and afterwards. And, and Why am that. I imagining him in a yellow raincoat? Is that a thing? You're thinking of Paddington Bear. Ah, I get those two <laughs> confused all the time. Yeah. Gumboots, right? Where's Gumboots? Both, both pad- Londoners, but yeah. Paddington's pa- so cute. My Paddington wore a blue duffel coat. Oh, fuck. I'm sure at some point he's worn a yellow one. Yeah, think about that day. Am I crazy? Wasn't there something about Jack Ripper wearing a... But that would be silly because you'd stand out in a no, yellow you're, you're coat. You're thinking of leather apron. Ah, yes. Well, the thing is, no one really knows who he is. You may well have. but And you might have seen... If you saw a fictional account of it, mm, maybe they... Definitely, yeah. Dressed him up that way? Over the... Like... No, Matt, I've seen the real thing. I saw a documentary where they interviewed Jack the Ripper. And, and they he was had wearing? Was a, he wearing a yellow... A yellow raincoat. Matt, dispute oh, well, that. look, I can't. I'm sorry. Clearly, you didn't do your docu- your research if you don't know who he- who did it. Well, I certainly didn't do great research, to be <laughs> honest. I don't know if that's come through at all. No, it's been good. Uh, so yeah, so there were there were three particular letters uh, that were have became quite famous or mm-hmm. infamous. Um, so many were seen as being fakes, like straight off the off the bat. It's mm-hmm. a cricket term, I think. Baseball. Just keep talking. They both use bats. Um, during the time of the murders and investigation, hundreds of letters claimed to have been written by the killer himself received. Many of these hundreds. were fakes, ah. <laughs> but three of them have become quite famous. They are the Dear Boss Letter. Oh, uh, It's known as the Dear Boss Letter. I wonder, I'll read it in a second. Maybe you can figure out how it got the name Dear Boss. I can't wait. Uh, it was dated 25th <laughs> of September, 1888. Signed, Dear Boss. <laughs> That's my guess. It was mailed to the Central News Agency and forwarded to Scotland Yard. And uh, important to note before I read it out, at this stage, the Jack the Ripper moniker didn't exist. Okay. So it, the letter reads, Dear Boss. Oh. Okay. Also, I haven't said straight, off, straight off the bat, he's gone for an accent. I love it. Now you've got to commit to the whole letter. All right. That's, oh, fuck. All right. Dear Boss. <laughs> I'll keep on hearing they... I'll keep on hearing the police have caught me, but... They won't fix me just yet. I've laughed when they look so clever and talk about being on the right track. That joke about leather apron gave me real fits. I'm down on whores, and I shan't quit ripping them till I do get buckled. Grand work the last job was. I gave the lady no time to squeal. Oh, my God. (laughs) I haven't thought this through. How can they catch me now? I love my work and I want to start again. You will soon hear the you will soon hear of me with my funny little games. I saved some of the proper red stuff in a ginger beer bottle over the last job to write with, but it went thick like glue and I can't use it. Fucked <laughs> up trying to keep blood in the cup. <laughs> He's clearly some sort of surgeon. <laughs> The next, the next line's like, do you know how I can use it? How do you defrost blood? Also, how, how do you get uh, blood out of a shirt? Because I've tried fucking everything. <laughs> All my love. Dear boss. 
Sorry, Matt, so please, good. Go, please do go on. Red ink is fit enough, I hope. Ha ha. The next job I do, I shall clip the ladies' ears off and send them to the police officers just for jolly. Wouldn't you? Keep this letter back till I do a bit more work. Then give it, it, give it out straight. My knife's so nice and sharp, I want to get to work right away if I get a chance. Good luck. Yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Don't mind me giving the trade name. P.S. Wasn't good enough to post this before I got all the red ink off my hands. Curse it. No luck yet. They say I'm a doctor now. Ha ha. What? Is that real? What? It's still not... People aren't sure if it is or not. Why did he say he couldn't get the red off his hands? Because it would have smudged It would have been marks, like red marks on the page. Gross. (laughs) Uh, so it, it was initially, yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Ugh, and it was brutal to read that with a silly voice the whole time. <laughs> no, As it got fucked, it was like, oh, no. no but what Matt, I... what, if you'd just read it normally, I feel like this Maybe. room would have suddenly got quite dark and uh, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. So I think the accent, it helped. Uh, you're right. It, well, initially it was considered a hoax, um, but then... Edo's, Edo's was found dead soon after with one ear partially cut off. Oh, yuck. And and obviously that line saying, oh, yeah. clip the lady's ears off, gained attention after that. Um, so, and that wouldn't have been, mm. that wouldn't have been possible f- for someone to know because it was written beforehand. Yeah. Having said that, wasn't that the last one? He just chopped everything open. And that, Edo's wasn't the last one though. Oh. She was like third, I think. Yeah. And, um... Some say that it, it, it looked like Edo's ears may have been accidentally nicked during the attack and a piece of the ear was never mailed to the police. Yeah, okay. So still, they're like... Still, weird it, coincidence. Yeah, it is. The, I mean, I, and I think that's the, the main reason, or that, and it's the first time that he used the name Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Or anyone did. Gave himself Even if name. it's a hoax, some hoaxer coined that name. Same with the Zodiac. He gave himself that name. Yeah. I think all the cool people give themselves nicknames. Well, I mean, yeah. that's... He did say, don't mind me giving the trade name. Yeah. Like, that's what he's known as in the biz. Yeah. Sorry, oh. this, I mean, it's on my business cards and stuff. Sorry not to give him a real name. Not on the birth certificate. That'd make it but... too easy. Yuck. Yeah, it's gross. That was, a, that was my gross English accent. Because yeah. I, I find the English accent to be quite a cool accent. It's great. But not that one I'm trying to do, whatever that is. Yeah, look, I'm not sure what it is that you're trying to do, but... No. But, it, you know, it's got an English tinge. No, call that... That, that accent is actually called Jack the Ripper. He's our English tinge. Me English tinge. Check out me English tinge. Nah. Don't. Please stop looking at it. <laughs> stop looking! <laughs> so the, ne- the next one was the Saucy Jackie postcard. And that was received by the Central News Agency on the 1st of October, 1888. The handwriting was very similar to the Dear Boss letter. Mm-hmm. So if it's a fake, it was probably a fake by the same person, or if it was real, it was probably a real by the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. It reads, I was not codding, dear old boss, when I gave you the tip. Codding? Codding, I think. Fucking about, kidding. Yeah, a a lot of the spelling in this is weird as well. But I think it's language change or the... It was a different time. It was a different time. I'm saying, this is how they spell back then. He probably maybe didn't, I don't know. English is always evolving. Isn't it? I mean, it's a bloody fluid language. Isn't it just? Matt, stop codding about and read the letter, please. I was not codding, dear old boss. (laughs) Dave, now I'll read the letter. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was not codding, dear old boss, when I gave you the tip. You'll hear about saucy Jackie's work tomorrow. Double event this time. Number one squealed a bit. Couldn't finish straight off. Ha! Not the time to get ears for police. Thanks for keeping Lasso back till I got to work again. Jack the Ripper. So there's a couple of key things in there. You referenced doing two in one night. You referenced doing two in one night. And also that he uh, couldn't finish one off. Because he was scared. Or she yelled out or whatever. Yeah. One squealed a bit. I guess brought attention. You could interpret that as. Uh, and didn't have time to get the years. So I reckon I'd squeal heaps, to be honest. If somebody was gutting, you. gutting me, I'd probably squeal a lot, I reckon. So you're not you're not blaming her? Is that what you mean? God, no. Nah. It's just, that he's, just the interesting use of language there, even though it is fluid. Language is fluid. Just that he says squealed a bit. I'd just be, yeah, just a lot. Heaps. Yeah. Heaps, I reckon. Wouldn't stop squealing, I don't think. So, yeah, so like Dave noted. <laughs> That's why you're very different, Jess. <laughs> that is one of the things that set you apart. I'm a squealer. Oh, I don't know what that even... Wait, is it, that means you tell the cops stuff, right? She's a squealer. Yeah. Is that what it means? Yeah. Squish. He'll squeal like a pig. You know when people are trying to like get information out of you? Squeal for me, piggy. Anyway, is that a thing? So as yeah, Dave, that's, that's from Deliverance. Okay, great. Haven't seen it. Mentioning <laughs> the double event, as Dave said, mm. um, the murders of Stride and Eddowes suggested authenticity, as they were mailed prior to the murders being reported in the press. But as it was postmarked more than twenty-four hours after the killing, or around twenty-four hours, or just after the killings took place, a fake letter may have have um, it, mm. it would have they would have had to have had some sort of inside knowledge or just spoken to locals or something. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it, it couldn't have been sent earlier than that because it's the if, if it was the killer because he, he did he, it afterwards. Oh, it, yeah, predicting the murders. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't predicting. It was talking about what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it, it's... Yeah, so that there's... People believe it. Some people don't. It's one of those ones. And then the third one was the From Hell Letter. And it was received by George Lusk, who was the leader of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee on the 16th of October, 1888. The handwriting and style is totally different to the others. So okay. if, if, if this one's real, those aren't and vice versa. Do a different accent then. Oh, fuck. You've got to do a different voice if it's a different person. I'll give. I'll try, but I don't have a huge amount of range. Yes, I you think, do. do. Hey, Look, Dave, just shut let me... up. Shut the fuck up. Dave, oh, shut up. I just wanted to give him a little, point, a little tip. What were you going to say? I was going to say, just do it in the style of Leather Man, um, and that will help you. Okay, Leather Man. I'll try. Matt, did you find that helpful at all? Because what I was going to say, now I'll give you some advice, and we'll Jeez. see who's more helpful. I was just going to say that I believe in you, and I think you're wonderful, okay. and I think you've got more range than you're giving yourself credit for, okay. and if you just dig deep, there's going to be another voice there. So who out of Dave and oh, I... Can I just give one, one more thing? Oh. To be honest, I've already figured what Dave said. Exactly. All right, right, new advice. It really helps if you start by saying, hello, I'm Michael (laughs) Caine. Then you can do any voice you like. Okay, great. Okay. I'm going to take all that on board. Great. And just see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) So so the handwriting is very different. Um, And the from hell letter was also a little more than just a letter. It came with a present in a three-inch square cardboard box. No. Inside it. No. 
Half a human kidney. Oh, kidney. Preserved in alcohol. Yeah, half a kidney too. Like oh, what's he done with the other half? Edo's left <laughs> kidney had been removed by the killer. So uh, not the left one. The left one, yeah. So favorite. this one's probably real then. Um, let's see. I mean, it's hard to know. Well, where else did somebody get half a kidney? The letter read in the olden days. Yeah, the know? kidney kidney shop. Down third. Man, bodies were falling everywhere. <laughs> so this, uh, the, the letter read, okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Michael Caine. From hell. <laughs> Mr. Lusk. So, I send you half the kidney I took from one woman and preserved it uh, for you. <laughs> Tell the police I fried and ate it. It was very nice. Well, is that? Are you I actually reading the letter? I may send you the bloody knife that took it out Fuck. if you only wait a while longer. Fuck. Signed, catch me when you can, Mister Lusk. Oh my god, that's gross. Did he really say that he'd eaten the other half? Yeah. That's fucked. That was some incredible acting. By oh the way. yeah, that was amazing. You. you transported. That's Man, that we... voice was scary. That to was me. terrifying. It was yeah. more fucked than the other one. I yeah, I'd, so probably, too. I'd probably rather fight off. The yeah. other guy, then. Yeah. If that's what Leatherman sounds like, he. Oh, leather. I, I forgot about Leatherman. I underestimated it. I was doing Michael Caine. <laughs> that was your Michael Caine. Wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Dave, don't tell him. Okay. Sorry. Dave, don't tell me what. No, he's a good Michael Caine. Jess, can you tell Matt that that was great? M- Matt, that was great from oh, Dave right. and I. Good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> like so much in this case, there is debate as to whether or not this letter is legit. <laughs> The kidney was examined by a doctor from the London hospital who confirmed it was a human kidney. <laughs> I was going to make that joke. <laughs> like, it is a kidney. He like, literally confirmed it was a human I kidney. He also confirmed it was from the left side. Oh. It tastes like a kidney. Yuck. Which I, I don't know if... Yeah, I wonder if uh, a fakester could have known... It was the mm. left kidney. Lucky. It was a 50-50. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though, his findings were not conclusive either way. He, he, he couldn't tell. He's like, it, some say some reports said that he, he said it definitely could be. It looks similar, but I... Did I, it have her initials on it? Yeah. Did, did yeah, it, it? it did. Yeah. But, they, I mean, they, there's so many people with those right. initials, right? There's heaps of JPs out there. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, I know, like, three DWs. Who else? Danielle Walker. Fuck off. <laughs> Next. That's the only other one that I call DW. Right. Can she live, please? I like her. What about DW, oh, the Arthur? Arthur's little sister. Little sister. Yeah, I got that a bit in DW. primary. DW. Primary school. DW. No, Dan- Danielle Walker's great. She's right. She, she can, can share it. Share it. Okay. What about Doug Walters? Well, he can fuck off. So I think it was a cricketing great. Okay. What are you going to say Doug Walters can fuck off? Absolutely. That's cricketing great can fuck off. All of them can. Interesting, interesting. What about Dave Warner? Ooh. Yeah, he can fuck off because when you're trying to Google great. me, he comes up before me. How often do you really? Google the, yourself? The vice captain of the Australian cricket team comes up. Comes up, up before Dave Warnerke of Do Go On. <laughs> can you believe it? No. One of the greatest 2020 players in the world comes up before a, a Melbourneian podcaster. When you Google Jess Perkins, it's usually a character from RoboCop. <laughs> Or this, uh, there's a personal trainer in Florida called Jess Perkins, and uh, she's, also, she's doing really well. Also had a cameo in RoboCop. Yeah, she was in RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but 
So we. I was in Robocop. Yeah, yeah it was okay. a weird. The casting agent was. He had a fetish. <laughs> a Jess uh, Perkins fetish? Oh, yeah. It's a very niche one. Is this a weird blip in their system? Mm. And they just accidentally hired all Jess Perkins. Did I tell you there's a Canadian comedian called Jessica Perkins? Really? Yeah, is she on yeah. Twitter? Uh, I don't know if she's on Twitter. We, we're like mates on Facebook. Really? Yeah, yeah. We, she you added a, me. Have you had a chat? Yeah, she's lovely. <laughs> she's really nice. So you will accept anyone called Jess Perkins? Absolutely not. No, I will not. But I did accept... Because it's kind of funny that there's two Jess... Well, she's Jessica Perkins, or like goes by Jessica. It's her right. stage name. Do you think she did that because she saw you? No, I think she's been at it longer than me. Ah, oh, so really, you're you're the thief here. I'm the thief here. But in like in saying that, she's been incredibly gracious. You left her the icker. Yeah, she's got the icker. She's got the icker. She's got the icker hand. She's got the formal. Yeah, so yeah, Is anyway. she successful? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. She's more successful than the Melbourneian podcaster Dave Warnicky. Anything is, actually, yeah. Fuck. If you, if you type Dave Fuck. space W in to your Google, you will get Jessica Perkins, Jessica. the comedian from Canada. Yeah. That is, yeah, she's got a powerful online wow. presence. Yeah. yeah. Her a... use of Google AdWords is incredible. Yeah, she's very good. Anyway, just a little fun fact. So a, a lot of people who do think that the uh, letters are fakes, especially the first two in in this case, um, might have been written by journalists trying to pump up the sure. the public interest and oh. keep it selling papers. Yeah, and, because uh, these and sub- savage murders were not interesting enough. Yeah. yeah. We need a name to get it across the line. Well, I mean, that's like you were saying before, it can be a big part of it. But also... Um, Someone did come clean supposedly in the in the early nineteen hundreds, saying that they they did do that. They were a journalist, and they oh. did that. but that's not confirmed either. But there's been hundreds Nothing's of letters though, confirmed. so yeah, it could be any of those letters. Mm. These big three. He was claiming those first two letters, really, supposedly. But I don't believe anything. I'm not even sure that this that this English England place exists. Yeah. Point to it on a map. How can you be sure? I dare you to try. I've never been there. Um, I have. <laughs> that was that was my joke that I've been there, so I know it exists because so, I've been in it. Have you? Yep. Prove it. England and Enya. <laughs> that was what I would. England, post on. I'm Enya. Say the way. Say the way. Say the way. And she's Irish, so that's confusing. Oh. I don't know what I was doing. England, I'm Enya. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she starts her tour. That's when she kicks off through UK immigration. <laughs> she just yells out, England, I'm Enya. And they just part. They part <laughs> the line parts through and she just sails through, sails away into London. Uh, so there's so many suspects. You want to hear about a couple of them? Nah. Okay, great. That actually will be more efficient. No, I'd like to hear about them. I want to hear about them. Uh, okay, let's go through a couple of the, the big ones. There's so many, and I don't... It's hard to know who the... He, this guy, Severin Klosowski, a.k.a. George Chapman. Thank God he's got an a.k.a. Yeah, because that wasn't... He's a Polish immigrant who moved to the UK in 1887 or 88, just before the murders began. Um, Convenient. He, he was later convicted of poisoning three wives... All his Three own. Wives his, his own wives. His own wives, one after the other. Oh. Wait. Kill, remarry, kill, remarry. Oh, that's a long process, isn't it? The third wife. Gotta, third wife, yeah. You'd be like, do you really trust him? Here, I made this soup for you. I don't think so, George. Well, I don't know if they knew, I don't think they knew that sure, he'd been poisoning. It was after the third one that he got done for it and was put to death. Yuck. 
Put to death. Hanged in 1903. Uh, he was Scotland Yard Inspector Frederick Abilene's favoured suspect. So a, 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 one of the cops at the time. Right. Uh, but is seen as being less likely by some because it's rare that a serial killer will make such a big change to their MO mm. mid-career. Career yeah, is what, a weird but, word because, there. But you wouldn't do that to your wife if you want to get away with it, though, would you? Because that would be... Yeah, it's a would... very very different scenario. Everything about yeah, it is very yeah. different, like though. If you all part of the MO, right? you want to get rid of your wife, you're not going to disembowel her because it'll probably come back to you. No, you how would, how you, would you get time. rid of your wife then, Dave? No, I'm talking about if you want to no, murder just, your wife. I'm just interested to see how you would get rid of your well, wife. Well, having never been married, Interesting, I don't know. that we know of. But yeah. I've been married three times. <laughs> They're all dead. I will not talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> they did not like my no, cooking. But... <laughs> a, a poisoning. So I poisoned them. <laughs> <laughs> With my cooking. <laughs> Took a while because they would they wouldn't eat it. <laughs> it was a very frustrating process. Yeah, yeah. Eat my ironic dinner. It would be actually difficult for me to poison someone because I can't cook. Mm. I think that might make it easier for you because you'd accidentally poison someone. We've got it. There it is. We've got my mo. That's your mo, and that's your alibi too. Like, well, I'm a terrible cook. It was an accident. Oh no, Cheryl. <laughs> my beautiful third wife, Cheryl. <laughs> They've all been called Cheryl. <laughs> My three Cheryls. Rest in peace, Cheryl 1, Cheryl 2, and Cheryl the 3rd. She did not like being called Cheryl 3. Fussy bitch. <laughs> she had to go. <laughs> hey, Matt, remember when you said you weren't sure we could make this fun? We're having a great time. Having a great time, have you? Just killed three Cheryls. <laughs> oh, it is fun. It is fun to kill a Cheryl, isn't it? <laughs> Let's all have a go. <laughs> hey, everyone. Go out there and kill a Cheryl. <laughs> no, no, no. That's face. That was so worth it. <sighs> you Guys, don't kill anybody, obviously. Especially, Especially Cheryl. Not Cheryl. <laughs> if anything, make them live. Make everyone live. Save a Cheryl's life. Have a baby today. and call it Cheryl. <laughs> Hashtag save a Cheryl. <laughs> Shave a Cheryl. <laughs> hey. Some of them might need help. <laughs> Shaving. That cheeky back of the knee part. You can't get it right. It's back of the knee hard, is it? Yeah. Well, weird is angle, it hairy? right? Is it hairy? Yeah. No, but it's just like a fine oh, bit of hair. But you just do, you just do oh, it all. it's a fine bit of hair. It is <laughs> <laughs> a fine hair. Anyway, Matt, do go on. Uh, so there's a couple others uh, that I sort of came up a few times. Aaron Kosminski. He's always an also, Aaron. Also Polish. He's always an Aaron. Um, and this guy was sent to the Colney Hatch Lunatic Asylum in 1891. Uh, oh, when the murders possibly stopped. Oh. Yes. Uh, he, was a, he was a Polish Jew. Um, and this one was kind of a tricky... Or was it Polish? A Polish, sorry. He was a Polish Jew-ish <laughs> man. So th- th- this one, I think, it had a kind of long process by the sounds of it. Like, the, the name... Kosminski was written uh, as a suspect in journals of, of some of the key cops, right? Mm. And um, with no first name. Um, and then uh, in 1987, uh, there's an author named Martin <laughs> Fido. Wait, is this actually 1987? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 1897. Yeah. No, no, it is. 1987. It's okay. the real 80s. Yeah. Oh, thank God. The real 80s. <laughs> the real 80s. 
<laughs> None of those 1880s. That was fucking fake. Mate, the only 80s you're going to see are the 2080s. Nah. I don't know. It'd be difficult. <laughs> I'd be in my 90s. Yeah. Well, you're a much better chance of seeing them than any others, I reckon. No, nah, good call. Think about that. Can't go back in time, can we? It's true. We weren't alive in the 1980s. But if you're in for the 2080s, you're in for the 2180s. Do you reckon if you make it a 90? You make it I'm going to make it a 190. Yeah, definitely. Is that how science works? Yep. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, you so said this author um, searched through asylum records uh, with the surname Kosminski and found only one, and it was Aaron Kosminski. So, this is relatively recent. Oh. That um, that this guy's come up. Well, I mean, the 80s to us. I mean, that recent where they. <laughs> that's true. It was quite. A, it was quite a while so ago. But also, ago. in comparison to the pyramids, it's quite recent. <laughs> was, I mean, it was thirty years ago. But also, but at the time, people weren't drawing conclusions. At the time, the cops at the time would have known him by name. They just didn't write his name, yeah. full name, down for some reason. Fair. If if we are to believe that this guy's found the right one, but uh, Aaron Kosminski did live in Whitechapel, mm. um, but. At the asylum, he wasn't like a, a violent um, person at all. Like, he made daisy chains a lot. Well, he was the captain of the choir. Apparently, his insanity took Taught the form Braille. of auditory <laughs> hallucinations, <laughs> which is um, a paranoid fear of being fed by other people. Was like how well, is how often does how that happen when you're a grown up? He doesn't just like, like like anyone. Providing your food, oh, I thought like all the time, like, I guess. Especially, the if you're, especially if you're in a, an asylum. <laughs> so apparently, the way like... he got around eating was eating food off the floor, like scraps of the side. I guess he was worried that it was going to be contaminated. Poisoned. I don't know, but Weird. maybe. I also imagine that he was worried that people were putting meatballs in his mouth while he slept. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> That'd be the worst. Fuck off! <laughs> I've got a small gullet, you know that. <laughs> I could have choked. I could have choked. I'm going to kill a lot of women now. <laughs> Is that what happened? So people people think that it's very unlikely to be this guy um, because, uh, yeah, he just didn't have those sort of... Only one time in the records did it say that he ever seemed violent mm. um, in the asylum. Um, After the meatball incident. Yeah, it was the meatball incident. <laughs> of 1892. He also refused to wash or bathe. Oh. Um, but he... The, it would have been fun but, to be around. It makes you think maybe was was it this guy? Because I think other people said I reckon, I reckon you're you're mistaking him for someone else. There was another guy with a slightly different spelling of the surname, and names might have got mixed up, um, mm. which is interesting. Here's another guy, David Cohen. He was a Polish Jew whose incarceration at Colney Hatch Lunatic Asylum roughly coincided with the end of the murders as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was described as violently antisocial. Case closed. <laughs> we got him. We got him. <laughs> Is there any suspects that aren't Polish Jews, Matt? No, I, Look, I don't I, want to say your report is biased in any way, <laughs> but so far, three from three. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. One of the supposedly one of the cops has also uh, said um, that. He knew who it was, and it was a Polish Jew. Um, someone else's, another cop, like this is in his in, in his um, journal or whatever. His memoir. In his memoir, <laughs> but it was it wasn't public at the time. Mm. Uh, and then someone else, at the same time, another cop said, "We we never we never 
knew for sure we got the man. So they sort of contradicted each other. But the guy who did say he didn't know, I think he did say it was a Polish Jew. So I think that's why still people talk about what a Polish Jew guy. So yeah, I mean, there are a few of the suspects, but there's so many. And uh, going into any of them deeply could be a whole episode. Don't they sometimes claim like famous people did it? Like Arthur Conan Doyle or something yes, like that? Yes, yeah, they have. But I think they're all pretty silly. For so a bit of fun. Yeah. Oh, just that, a little bit of fun. That is a bit of fun, bit isn't of fun. it? Killed 11 women. Oh my God, that's so arty. <laughs> they called him arty. They didn't. Just being silly. Oh. Guys, I'm sorry for being hey, silly. There's silly and then there's not silly. Silly is killing 11 women. Silly, not silly, is calling Arthur arty. Sorry. That's offensive. Sorry. Um, so yeah, the, I guess the, it's never been solved. I don't think it ever will be solved. It's a bit like now, isn't it? It's quite Just long. imagine if they had like the, the technology they have now with DNA and stuff like that. Well, that's the interesting thing because the standard practice at the time of the murders was for the police to, um, move the scene on as soon as they could. They'd oh. get the body away, they'd wash away the blood oh. and just get it done because apparently if, if you left a scene like that out for too long, people would come and have a bloody gawk. Yeah. you got a crowd on your hands. Gross. They'd have a, a cheeky so if, squeeze. If, if, if they bagged and tagged everything yeah. like they do now and it was all just sitting in boxes somewhere, like they probably would have oh, they knocked could, it could, over. They could go back now and yeah. do DNA. Thing. There is a guy who has done that, a guy who runs a, a, a one of the walking tours. Oh. In London, he's released a book and you know made the news a few years ago. He he bought Wait. a bought a shawl that was found next to one of the victims, and reckons he's um uh, he confirmed without a shadow of a doubt that. And I think it was the uh, uh, I think it was the Klossowski that he he reckons it was. Oh. Um, but through DNA, but that evidence. sounds pretty dubious. 130-year-old DNA evidence that may... May... That he bought on eBay. May have... Well, he bought... He spent a lot of money on it at an auction, but it's there's no guarantee it was even there. He wasn't very public with how his scientific process went and stuff like mm. that. I like he got ripped off and then had to justify it by writing a book. Mm-hmm. Well, his I, wife was like, we've got to get that £30,000 back, mate. I, mm. Look, I disagree. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He bought it and so he could do this and it made news around the world. And he runs a little company that profits off Jack the Ripper being a thing that people want to know about. And now he's the guy who supposedly has the answer. I reckon that would have been good for business. Wow, he's a smart businessman. I reckon uh, 20, 30 years he'll make the money back for that, sure. 20 or 30 years, <laughs> worth it. What an investment. Long haul. I don't, I'm not sure how much he paid for it, but I think it was a few thousand pounds. A few thousand? Um, yeah, yeah, totally. But if there was surviving evidence, I'm sure they would have... Yeah. Being able to figure wow. it out. But they, they just had no idea that that was going to be possible one day. Um, uh, in the years after the murders, Jack the Ripper has gone through some changes in depiction, apparently. Like in the 20s and 30s, he was... Yellow raincoat. He was wearing like everyday clothes, yellow raincoat, that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, uh, but then in the 60s, he sort of became portrayed more as the top-hatted gentleman, oh. kind of like a symbol for the... For the upper classes, you know, and just the excess and all that sort of stuff. That's when you see some photos, you know, pictures of him with top hat. And that yeah, sort of stuff. that rings a bell too. But I'm still Googling Jack the Ripper to see if I can. Oh, look, I reckon if you Google it, you'll probably find out more than what I've told you. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's been used in so many works of fiction over the years. Uh, the, the list of novels that he's been a character in or whatever, it just was epic. Um 
One uh, one sort of well-known book uh, is called From Hell. It's a graphic novel about the Ripper case and uh, and this theory that it was like a bigger conspiracy. And so it turned into a, a graphic novel, which was ended up being turned into a, a Johnny Depp film. Yeah. Oh, which one? Called From Hell. Do not know it. It was ranked number five by the newspaper The Telegraph's top five Jack the Ripper movies. Top five? Yeah. <laughs> wow. There's so many movies. Number four, they had Hands of the Ripper, which is a 1971 film. Number three, The Lodger, which is an Alfred Hitchcock, Ooh. 1926. Two is Murder by Decree, 1979. Number one, they had Pandora's Box, 1929. Oh, wow. Old. Do you remember in This Is Spinal Tap, apparently there's a scene in that, I can't remember it, but apparently there's a scene in it where the band discusses composing a rock opera about Jack the Ripper's life, and they wanted to call it Saucy Jack. (laughs) Such a funny movie. Um, (laughs) Lots of songs have been written about him as well. Saucy Uh, Jack. Saucy Jack. Yeah, well, he he did sign him, he called himself that one in the Saucy Jack. He's a bit saucy. Saucy (laughs) Jackie postcard. Um, a postcard, him on a beach. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Coca Cabana. Aloha. Uh, <laughs> uh, many, so many musicians, including Morrissey, Bob Dylan, and Nick Cave, have all got songs about Jack the Ripper. Oh, do you know what their songs are? Uh, Nick Cave's is Jack the Ripper. Cool. Yeah. Subtle. Very Nick Cave. <laughs> In 2015, <laughs> the Jack the Ripper Museum opened in London, mm. which you can go visit. <gasps> yeah, obviously, um, <laughs> a private museum has opened. There are also a heap of walking <laughs> tours of the area uh, where you can, you know, go here and out of work. Actor talk about <laughs> a history of Jack the Ripper, or alternatively, you can walk around Whitechapel alone at night. Alone at night, listening to this podcast again. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Imagine that's for free. And imagine. I imagine that you would have left Whitechapel hours ago if you listened to this. Yeah, probably. No, I wouldn't have. Not at all. You'd stay. And uh, yeah, that's it. Great report, Matt. Peace. <laughs> Great report. Mic drop. <laughs> he's out. He's taken. He's thrown the headphones. He's out. He's done. He's he's leaving. Matt, come back here. We've still got to talk some more. <laughs> now, Matt, great topic. And, of course, it was voted for by the Patreon listeners. Yes. How do, they, how do they get onto the Patreon, Dave? Our Patreon is patreon.com slash dogoonpod, and you can vote for all of Matt's topics. You can also get bonus episodes, hear extra stuff from us, and it is a gay old time. But you have to give us some cash. <laughs> right, but if you like the show, you want to support it, you've heard all the episodes, maybe you're thinking, I'm in for the long haul with these guys, that would be greatly appreciated. But what I was bringing out Patreon format was our topics in the hats in the first place have to be suggested by someone. I don't think we actually said who suggested Jack the Ripper, but I do have suspicions that it might be multiple people because it's one of those sort of very famous They love a serial topics. killer. Uh, yes, you are correct there, Dave. This is maybe one of the one of the more commonly. Yeah, well, they picked this over Keen for Pain, so people obviously love it. They, love but they it. also picked the Magic School Bus over Keen for Pain, so they obviously love it. <laughs> um, so Nobody wants to hear about pain. Basically, we had uh, Devon Shane Gaddis uh, suggested this one uh, at Loose Cannon seven seven seven. Nathan Weselch at 
and Gamer32. Austin Brackett. Austin Brackett got Austin in again. Brackett. Austin Brackett oh, was one of the ones who suggested the Zodiac Killer. Austin, I think you're a bit sick. <laughs> and I mean like a cool dude. Get help. <laughs> um, also, Chrissy, who's a, who is a Chrissy. patron um, at XOX underscore me. Thanks. Oh, cool. Chrissy. It's quite an invitation. <laughs> that kiss, hug, kiss me? Yeah. No, kiss, hug, kiss underscore me. <laughs> Play music. Oh, I was going to give you a, a low mark. Um, <laughs> so you see, that's the difference. My score is musical. Yeah, your we score know. Is You're fucking weirdo. Uh, Cormac at Aromatic Herbs. Cormac, oh, he's in it again. Aromatic Herbs. That's one of my favourite Twitter yeah, handles. Great. I'm pretty sure he might have been H.H. H. Holmes. You're also sick. And I think the very initial suggestion was from Mike at Mike 85730978. Mike, how do you remember that when you log in? Wait, say that number again. Eight five Thank seven you. three three zero yeah. oh, nine seven eight. Oh, I, nah. I got that wrong as well. I said some wrong numbers there. That's difficult. Um, there's possibly you. more people. Sorry, I'm just going off my. I've just sort of tried to bring that all together. But I think that I, I think there may have been more people even. Good say. Thank you. Thank you so Please much. Please don't everyone. hold it against me. Weird people who like serial killers. Don't murder him. Please. Yeah, it's good to fear our listeners. I think. Speaking of Don't fearing fear listeners, listener. yeah. we should fear the listeners that we do not read out their names via Patreon, which is another thing that you... If oh, you that was a weird way to get there. Look, I tried really hard. <laughs> Please don't fear me. I mean, kill me. <laughs> but, but do fear me. Uh, we actually... Another Patreon uh, perk. Let's call that Patreon perks. You've only just figured that out. Patreon perks. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Perks is also my name. Is that what you mean? No, actually, just no. Anyway, <laughs> Patreon. Perks. Oh, you weren't. You were pointing at me though. With Jess Perks. Okay. One of Jess... not you, Jess. We're talking about the Canadian. Yeah, Jessica Perkins. She's please. great. She's great. The number one ranked comedian called Jessica Perkins. Agreed. Um, we'd like to th- say thank you individually to all our Patreon supporters. So we're going to say thanks now. Give a, a big shout out to some. Uh, we actually hit one hundred. Page. Patreon. Yeah, we supported. did. It was amazing. A hundred people. hundred of you support the show. Really cool. That was a few weeks ago, guys. You don't check it every day, obviously. Oh, yeah. Dave, you definitely do. Yeah, that's all I do. I live for Patreon. I forget about it and then I, I check it and I go, oh, that's nice. I forget a little surprise, but we have yeah. eclipsed a hundred, so thank you very much, everyone. But let's thank some of those hundred. Matt, do you have some people to thank? Oh, yes, I do. So many to thank. Uh, my mum and dad. <laughs> oh, my God, it's not the Academy Awards, Matt. Uh, he means the Patreon listeners, the you bloody coming goose. In, you're being played off. Okay, sorry, I take it back. Forget, fuck mum and dad. <laughs> Don't do that. That's a uh, weird way to start your Academy Award acceptance speech. Fuck mum and dad. I'd like to thank the producers. The best show on Broadway. <laughs> uh, I'd love to thank a really bloody good uh, patron slash listener slash person slash personality. Oh. Janae Colton. Janae. Janae Colton. Janae can me crazy. <laughs> thank you, Janae. You got any Janae in you? Uh, no, why? Because Janae can me crazy. <laughs> you heard that before, Janae? Probably. Let us know, and we'll come back with something better if you have. Um, I would also like to thank... Janae. Janae, obviously. I'm not an idiot. Of course I would like to thank Janae, because... You're not Janae, crazy. Because it's Janae, you know? She, I think Janae is the type of person that could definitely be like Cher and just go by Janae. Anyway, 
Another person that I would like to thank who probably couldn't go just by first name because it's a fairly common name and so is the second name. So I'd probably have to maybe add the third at the end, but I still think would have a big uh, career. Who? I'll tell you if it'll the third will work so or not. I would like to thank Will Downing. Will Downing the third. Yeah, that would work. It's great, right? Definitely. You want to keep that name going for as long as possible. Absolutely. At least three generations. Yeah. So, Will, I mean, obviously go out there and have some children. Maybe you already have. If you have had children and you haven't named them Will after you, I must insist that you change their names legally. I'm so sorry, but that that is now canon. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of our canon- canonical requests. Yes. Unlike Star Wars, we haven't wiped our canon. We, we every, Everything we've done is still... Did you not wipe the canon? I forgot to wipe the cannon. <laughs> Unlike Star Wars, <laughs> where they frequently clean the cannon. Cleaning the cannon sounds dirty. Just well, got to, just got to go wipe the cannon. Well, Je- before Jess wipes <laughs> Matt and I's cannons. No! <laughs> hey, I would like to say a big thank you. And we, I think you and us, us three are the can- canonical trio. But yes. if we were canonical. A... Wait, does that mean we're all victims? No, no. Canonical. But if we were a part of a quartet, I would like to welcome in an honorary fourth member. Wow. And that is a big thank you to Patreon supporter Joe Boyd. Welcome to the wow, worst that is a... quartet ever, Joe. Welcome to the canonical quartet, Joe. It's canonical. Canonical. <laughs> Quartetable. Canonical. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, everyone. If you too would like to be part of our canonical canonical quartet, uh, support us at patreon.com slash do go on pod. You do get the bonus monthly episode and as well as other stuff. Check out the things that we've been t- talking about. If you pay $100 a month more, you get to personally add us on Facebook. <laughs> Would any of you do that? <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. It's not worth it. You just see, I don't, what do I post on Facebook? You get access to photos <laughs> I posted in 2009. <laughs> How about that? For me, it'd mostly be me getting tagged in uh, gig, like posters. gig posters. That's yeah. it. Where Jess is doing stand-up comedy for, over the last couple of years. Yeah. And Matt, what would we see if we added you on Facebook for $100 a month? Um, dick pics. <laughs> Hey, it's, to, weird that you, it. it's weird that you up there upload those to Facebook. <laughs> Matt, Matt has to. Con- where, where do you put yours? Matt has to constantly. Um, <laughs> he gets kicked off and banned from Facebook a lot. Worth it. Uh, yeah, the bots hate. But hate I will me. say, they don't like. They don't get what I'm doing. It's art. That's what I keep telling them. It's art. <laughs> it's bloody my art. dick is my art. <laughs> I'm an artist, and I believe in that. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know art if it hit you in the face. Well, if you want art on your cheek, <laughs> no. Support us on uh, Patreon. You get to, but I will say, if you stop support, if you stop paying hundred dollars per month, we will delete you. <laughs> you will be deleted and blocked, and blocked. That's the deal. That's the deal. Keep the cash flowing in. Uh, you can also follow us on all the usual platforms: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at Do Go On Pod. We'd love to hear from you guys. Suggestions, keep them coming. And imagine if someone wanted to add us. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, sorry. And uh, we 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 do have a public Facebook page. You don't have to pay to <laughs> yeah. To you follow can just us find there. that. And we have a public email that you can uh, email us. Do go on pod at gmail dot com. Get in contact. But uh, until next time, we talk about serial killers, <laughs> which will be soon, probably. We'll be back next week. Um, We're going to have an intervention with Jess now. But until then, I will say goodbye. Bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.